of us are struggling trying to get our business off the ground or our ideal or dream into a place of fruition, like having it to manifest. You ever sat back and wonder why you're not as successful as you would like to be? I mean, like, you're doing okay, but you feel that you can do better or you would like to do better? I mean, I don't know anybody that has a business that wouldn't want to make more than what they're making now. Or I don't think anybody starts a movement if they don't expect to see it come to fruition. You know, but sometimes in our life we make mistakes. And when I say mistakes, it means that maybe we didn't put enough thought in one area or another, and then later on down the road, that issue comes back to bite us. But the question is, when you start looking at your dreams and creating your future, is it something that you really have a passion about? Or is it something that other people have dictated, other people have told you about, and you just follow suit? Feeding the thought. You know, Feeding the Thought is a, a forum that I created, not only just to talk to you about the things that, that my views and my thoughts, but it's also to sit there and try to encourage you to look at things from another perspective. In no ways I'm trying to make you see it my way, but I just want you to sit back and think, maybe if I can say something to make you change, then I've done my job. You know, sitting back and having you to analyze why you do or what you may have done or what may have limited you or what is currently hindering you from going forth is some of the things I try to get out, some of the things I try to get across, some of the things I try to enlighten you too. Because I believe that everyone needs a little coach here or there, a little coaching here or there. I think they just need someone that, that can tell them you're doing good or you're doing bad. And feeding the thought does that. At least that's what I try to do. But in today's teaching or session, or however you want to look at it, I want to talk about re- recalibrating your relationship for success. Yeah, recalibrating. In other words, take out recalibrating. Let's kickstart, refresh, or reset your thought process and establish this, this relationship that you have with your success. And the key word is relationship. I want y'all to understand that there is a relationship. There's a, mar- a marriage, a merger between you and your success. And it's how you approach it that would help you to get to those areas or maybe get close to achieving it or take it as far as you can take it without the additional help that you may need from other people, place, or products. It's time for us to hit the reset button. So click, we just reset our button. Now, what does that mean? Resetting your button. Resetting, kickstarting your new adventure or your new approach. It means that you finally had the time to sit back and look at your past, what you call failure, I'll say building blocks for success, and see what you could do better, different, to help or ensure that you get closer to what you envision, your dream, your passion, your desires to come um, to fruition. Questions to ask yourself, what are you scared of? What's crippling you or your future? Is it that you dare to live better yet or dare to dream? You know, I want y'all to realize that you put so much thought on what other people think of you, and nine times out of ten, majority of the people that you're giving all that credit to could care less about what you do because they're too busy dealing with their own issues. You keep giving people ammunition or thoughts or, or power over you when they're not even thinking one thing about you. And if they are, why do you keep them around anyway? Do you need so much negative in your life to help you to get ahead? No. That's wasted energy. You spend so much time trying to deal with them, we should be dealing with yourself. My biggest problem that I face when dealing with some of my clients is this. They're not living their own dreams. They're not seeking after their own passion. 
and living after others' expectations and what people have set for them. I mean, when do you separate from mom and dad's thought or your cousins or, or your friends' thoughts and you start living for yourself? When you start this entrepreneur movement in you, is it because of something that you really have a desire to do or to bring forth your new ideal creative that you sat and dreamt about and envisioned and put steps in place together to ensure that you would have a chance to get there? And was that all yours or was it somebody else's? Now think about it. Let's divide this. If it's somebody else's dream or vision or thought for you, how motivated are you are to achieve it? I mean, many people go throughout their whole life trying to find a way to prove to others that they put good trust in them so that they can achieve whatever their goals and their vision is. I'll give you an example. Um, way back in the days when me and my grandpa used to sit and talk and walk, he always wanted to play baseball. His desire was to play professional baseball. Never had a ball in his hand, never had a glove, never swung a bat. But his desire was to play professional baseball. Now, he already lost the battle before he even started because he never picked up the ball, bat, glove, never had a, uh, never had a full thought of what it, what it would take to put the practice in place to improve yourself so that you would have a better chance of achieving this, this goals or his expectation. But because he could not do that, then he tried to empower that into me, try to persuade me that was something that, I wanted, that he wanted me to do and then I wanted to do to please him. And like most kids, and we'll go out and we'll try to do these things. And I did. I, I, I'll never tell you I was a good baseball player because I didn't have, I couldn't understand the concept of it. I'm going to hit a ball as hard as I can, and hopefully somebody uh, won't catch it, won't touch it, and go over the head, and then I can run around the base and come back and do it all over again. Or I'll be out in the field and somebody's going to hit the ball over at me and I got run down and try to catch it and throw it back to them before somebody can run around some bases to make it home. Uh, the concept to me was meaningless. I, I didn't see anything in it. So that dream ended with me because it was not my desire. It wasn't my passion. And I didn't see the purpose of it because it was his dream and not mine. But that's me. How many other people are still trying to run up a dream or a vision that their parents or or grandparents or whomever may have for them from day one. Somewhere down the road, you got to find what you love. Now, please don't take this wrong because some of you all needed that push from your your parents or whomever to get you started because something that they're mentioning was something that you lined up in your life that you wanted to achieve. So it worked with you. It it worked simultaneously with what your views and your dreams were. So they couldn't even um, link with you. That's okay. But can I say this? If you're listening to this podcast, 95, no, I take it back, 75% of you all, the reason why you're not uh, pursuing your dream and your visions and and all the entrepreneurial movements you want to do is because you're just pure lazy. Yeah, you think everything is going to come without work. But let's go to the ones that really have a passion for uh, whatever their desire to be for success. They created a relationship. They created a long-lasting merger with this thought, this idea, and this concept that they're going to do whatever it takes to, to get it done. They're going to sit back and put all the efforts they can and coming up with a, a, a reason or, a, or position themselves for success. You know, I mean, are you focused for your future? Are you focused on what other people decide for you? That's always been the question. Are you focused on your future or are you focused on what other people have decided for you? 
Are you fearful for standing up and recalibrating your relationship for success? Are you? Are you ready now to take that stand and say, you know what? I'm ready to make that move. I've lived this life through somebody else, or I've dreamt this on another. Now I am ready to take my stand and be who I believe I can be in this. Majority of the individuals who are either listening to this podcast or watching this video are those who are either working on, working at the job that are not happy and wish that they could leave the job and pursue their passion. Yeah. Every day finding themselves looking into the mirror, wondering if they should go into work. I know that's you. But how about today? If we could make a change, we would look back and say, today's the day that I'm going to start my push. Today, I'm going to reconnect. Today, I'm a divorce failure and I'm going to wake up in marriage success. Let's do that. Today, we are deciding to make a stand for our change. And today, we're going to fall in love with our unlimited possibilities. We are looking at success as the, the, the cutest ever possibility that we could ever have. One that we're going to love, one that we're going to commit to, and we're going to make an oath to it because today we're going to recalibrate our, our relationship for success. Today, we are pressing the reset button. Click, we reset it. So I thought about ways that we could do this, and I came up with six possible ways of coming up with a, a, a method, a methodology for success, or at least to recalibrate your relationship. So let's think on this. So the first thing I think that I would do would be one, would be to, to recharge your thoughts. Look at your limitations and your strengths. Look at your weaknesses. Revise and revisit to establish your passion. What do I mean by that? I mean, look at how you've been operating. If you haven't established that you want to go forth and do something, then stop there. You have to go and find what you're really passionate about. What do you believe that you can bring to the table that nobody else have? And if they do have at a table, what would you bring different that people want to want to have whatever you're about to establish to the world? And be driven by it. Let it become your new source. I'm not saying go out here and, and, and try to, to change the entire world, but just put a piece of change in there. Find your level of success. Set your goals and expectations, and let's go. But we have to start first with our thoughts. We have to make sure this is something that we're really passionate about, something that we want to see come to fruition, something that we're willing to do. Even though we know it's going to take plenty of time, we know it's going to, it's going to, it's going to uh, uh, challenge us on every end. We have to do that. And while you're recharging your thoughts, you have to create your driving force. Yeah. You have to be able to answer the what, the how, the why, and the where. Yeah. That you have to be able to look at the situation and you have to ask why. Answer these questions. Why am I desiring to do this, whatever that is? Why do you desire to do it? Why am I going to a place, my efforts, towards establishing this, whatever that is? Why should I continue to uh, put my efforts to achieve this? And when I say by this, it's whatever your business, your endeavors are. You have to begin to ask yourself the questions of the why. And then after you accomplish the why, then go to the what. What am I attempting to achieve from this? You got to go and say, when can I expect to achieve a certain level of success for this relationship with or in this? You have to be able to be set in your mind to answer those keynote questions and be able to come with a logical answer. 
Do, do that mean that you're going to have it all mapped out? No. But you have to begin to ask the why and the what. And then after you've got them narrowed down, then go ask the when. You know, when will I be able to see the results from these efforts? When can I expect to achieve a certain level of success relationship? I'm sorry. Yeah, in this. And when am I expected to see my change? What is the change that you're trying to receive? You failed in so many ways, let you tell it. But what if failing was a place for you to look and reevaluate things? Maybe here we are, recalibrating, looking at things and saying, wow. And then after you got the what, the why, the when, let's get to the how. How will I achieve my goals and expectations in or from this? How can I establish a better working relationship in or from this? And how can I build upon my strength and my weakness that I may reach success in this? Think about it. And then after you got that, let's ask it where. Where can I go to get help? And where is my level of expectation? Family, I want y'all to understand that we have to be to a place where we can start dotting the I's and crossing the T's. And each one of these that I just mentioned, you can always go back and revisit over and over and over again. Now, after you have got that together, we'll go to two. We have to refocus. Yeah. Examine your plans. Revisit your plans. Create a new strategy if need be. Execute your plan or plans in order to establish your voice or position to reach in your expectations and your goal. You have to be to a place where you're looking at things from a different perspective, just like listening to this podcast. Maybe this podcast may say something to enlighten something or, or provoke you or stimulate a thought that will cause you to come up with a new idea that you will put it in action. And the last thing in that refocus, you have to adapt the I can do, will do attitude. Yes, you have to adapt, I can do it, and will do attitude. You got to find something that motivates you and persuades you to push through this because these are some of the most difficult times to be when you're sitting back and looking at your current situation to see, in fact, if you're seeing a reason for change. Examining your past failures or, or positions where you had to reestablish yourself. And then from focusing, refocusing, now we got to go to reposition. Yeah. Reposition, reestablish. You have to examine your failing points. Yeah, we have them. But don't look at failure as the negative. Look at it as an opportunity for you to do better. Or like a point where you sat there and made a deciding uh, decision to move forward in your life to do something different. Find a positive outcome while addressing your weakness in the, effort, in the, in the efforts to take a stab at establishing a new level of success. What are we doing? We're looking at where we were. We looked at what we didn't do or what we may have failed to do. But today we say we're going to do something different because we're going to take a stance and we're going to put our efforts in a new place, a new position. And let's see what comes from it. Constantly revisiting your motive, uh, your motives, your passion and all your actions that will support and strengthen your psyche. See, I'm back to your thought. Most of the majority of the stuff that you're doing and that you're going through right now, it starts with how you put your mind uh, upon it. You put your thoughts in place. You put your desires in place. But it's all going to feed on how well you are able to put a plan together and willing to stick to it. Then you got to have a strategic approach. We still reposition ourselves. You got to real um, have a realistic plan. You have to re-examine your attention level and examine your willingness to get the job done. 
you have to understand that majority of this stuff is attention to detail. Majority of stuff that you're going through is having you to examine how you're going about to reach this certain level of success. What are you willing to do to go over and beyond to make sure you meet the masses of, of potential opportunity for you to advance in this or that? You have to uh, come to a place where you can adapt, I can do better than this. You're sitting back and looking at your previous uh, expectation, previous goal, and your motives, and how you went to approach these things, and you're going to say to yourself, from this point on, I can do better than this. Yes, self-evaluation. We're evaluating our performance. We're sitting back and thinking of a new opportunity, and then we're going to do whatever we can do. And, and to say that, there's another thing that we need to look into. Have you ever thought about your education? And I'm not always talking about the book smart. Sometimes you have to put yourself around other people who have been successful in the things that you, you're doing. Do your research. Educate yourself on your attempt to achieve. Why are you putting so much effort in this? What is needed? You know, if you want to be an architect, I think you're going to have to spend some time in some type of schooling setting where they're going to have to teach you the, um, the, the mathematical things, the arithmetic behind it. They're going to sit there and tell you about um, blueprints and all that stuff, things that you may not learn from just the day-to-day, but you can put yourself around it. They got all these YouTubes and all this different, but I think somewhere down the line, you need to be sitting in some type of academia where they can sit and explain to you this or firsthand from someone who's been a professionalist who will take you in and, and intern you um, and so that you can become a better person in this, more aware. Look into what others have done and, and reaching their level of success. You know, go find a mentee, I mean a mentor, I'm sorry, and become a mentee. Go out and make yourself available that you may learn. Remember, this is for you. Ask questions, write emails, make calls. I mean, there are plenty of people out here that have these successful business and they're looking for somebody to ask questions. Some people love to help others. Find out if somebody's doing something that you do, send them a letter. See if you can take some time. See if you can shadow it. I'm just saying. Create a moment for interaction with those who have interest in the same area of business in which you are seeking to achieve or to be a contributor in the field of your specialty. You have to make yourself available and you need to let people know because it's a twofold. You go out there, let them know that you have an interest in what they're doing, you're learning from it, but then you're making network, you're creating maybe some friendship, some bonding between them, and you never know, they may have something that they will lead to you later on that will help you to kickstart your, 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 your position. I don't know. But then with that, you have to pick up and adapt another one. Adapt this. I am going to be the best me possible. Yes. So you're already starting to adjust the way that you're seeing things because first of all, when we refocus it, we say we can, we're going to adapt this I can do, will do. And then we went on and say after that, we're going to look at I can do better than this when we look at repositioning. And then now that you become educated or education, uh, educating or in, informing yourself or uh, making yourself more knowledgeable, then you said, I can do better than this because you're steady striving to improve. So three different phases, you're doing a self-evaluation and you're making a declaration to yourself that you're going to do better and you're going to make it. And as we go on to the fifth stage, planning. Yeah. Plan a redo. Learn to plan and then plan again. Plan how to approach it with an openness to make the necessary adjustments on the fly. 
react on impulse. Yeah, some things you just have to react on impulse. You don't have time to map it all out. Sometimes the best decision is going to be one that you're going to make on the fly. You know, you got a plan to take your take your future in action. You must say that I'm going I'm, I'm to do different than the norm. I'm going to set new expectations. And then, as I said before, you have to plan to plan and then take action to execute. Yeah. Plan, plan, plan again. Strategize. Come up with a new approach. Then execute. And the last thing is that execution. Move forward in your plan. Execute. Six steps. Six steps for recalibrating your thoughts. Again, one, recharge your thoughts. Two, refocus. Three, reposition. Four, educate. Five, planning. Six, execution. Family, I'm not going to tell you I have all the answers. These things may lead to so many other things. But one thing it will do, it will provoke you to make thoughts. Come up with an idea. And that idea should go into some type of action. That's all it's simple. Deal with your thoughts. Work with them until you can put it into an idea. And let that idea form into an action. And then execute. Again, I'm never telling you what you should do and how you should do it. I'm just suggesting that it might be time to make some adjustments. I'm recalibrating my life every day because I look at things and how I've adjusted. And when the light come on, I figure it's time to start, take a deep breath. Let's look at it. Maybe I can continue on with that, that same trend and it should get me to the level of success that I'm expecting. Or maybe it's the place where I have to stop and reevaluate my current flow. Because maybe by me stopping, I can embrace the possibilities that it's time for a change. You do as you may and let it run you and drive you. But the one thing I want you to know, if you're not passionate about it, you will never reach a level of success that will make you happy. Find your passion.